a playlist original. It's your host Tori and who is ready to be petty. Welcome back to another episode of RTBB. I'm so glad you're here. I cannot believe we are celebrating four years of RTBB. It is absolutely unbelievable to me, like seriously unimaginable. And this podcast would not be possible without people like you, the listeners, Obvi, And I cannot wait to celebrate the RTBB community this week. We have done a clip show for the past, I guess, three years. Um, Ever since we had clips to make into a clip show. And that is where I pull 10 of the best clips. Not best. I don't want to say best because obviously there's way more. I would fucking hope so. But... Um, 10 moments that stood out to me. I usually do a prompt. Like last year we had mostly listener submitted ones. I think like, you know, eight out of 10 were submitted by listeners. I put up some prompts, but I don't think people got it. Like, I don't think I worded it properly. That's my B. So if you're listening to this episode next year, when Halloween rolls around, you will know exactly what to do (laughs) because I will be asking for clips again. So basically I have a word doc and whenever I publish an episode, if there's something that really stood out to me, I will put it in this word doc. And so I have just a random 10 clips that I have pulled this year. Hopefully next year it'll be you of just moments that have really stuck out to me. Basically funny things like funny little clips that I have found from this past year. I didn't celebrate too, too much this year. I feel like it was really low key because I am still in that survivor game, that online game. It is like day like 30. You're down to eight people from 18. Uh, and I feel like my mind has been elsewhere. So my apologies if I have been MIA, but that wraps up in like 10 days. So I will be back on my RTBP grind then But these clips bring me so much joy. It's been so much fun pulling them, honestly. And I just, I really do appreciate you all and my guests and my patrons. And y'all are so special to me, even if we don't talk ever or if we talk all the time in DMs. I just really, really appreciate it. And I'm so glad that You know, you bring me along on your walks and your trips and your chores and in your car rides and stuff like that. I really, really, really can't say how much I appreciate it. And yeah, I am excited to celebrate four years of the pod. So this show is just going to be those top 10 clips. I'll intro them and you'll listen to them and then we'll move on. So I hope you get a lot of laughs out of this episode. Uh, so let's get into it. Let's get into the top 10. Um, also, they're in chronological order. They're not in top 10 order. So I don't know why I keep saying that. But <laughs> let's get to the first clip. Honestly, this is 
a clip with Jenna from Descartes Podcast. We are talking about Tyler Cameron's sexy photo shoot from episode 68. We go from 68 all the way to like the hundreds in this show and Patreon and beyond. So let's listen to Jenna and I talk about Tyler Cameron's uh, whole package. Let's just say that (laughs) in clip number one. Okay, moving from like my most hated Bachelor contestant until to my least hated Tyler Cameron <laughs> released like the most scandalous <laughs> photos, like basically like full peen. <laughs> like, like we saw the full, the full Monty. Um, yeah, yeah. He's is some weird like photo shoot for this man magazine called The Man. I'm not sure yes, I'm saying it. That Maybe killed I'm me. I can't. That killed me. I was I, like, I feel like is this a gay like for gay men? Thank you, right? I mean, because like. <laughs> Who's the audience of Daman? <laughs> and you know what? That's, you know, what I learned, if I learned nothing this summer was that Kenny Brach or whatever his name is, um, can make working for gay modeling things work for you. He has a long history of modeling for gay uh, magazines and yeah. photo sites and things like that. Um, so good for him. And I love that for Taylor or Tyler. Um, but, <laughs> um, but yeah, it was just like funny to me because the whole photo shoot was like, he has a fucking bucket. And it's like, I'm like, are we doing the ice bucket challenge? I don't know. He's like yes. jumping it on him. <laughs> he looks like a fucking fool. There's one photo. He's like wearing the bucket as a hat. I was like, yeah. I, okay, we've gotten to a weird timeline. And <laughs> then the last scandalous photo is just, yeah, like he's wearing these whitey tighties and they're wet from the water and you see so much of this man's foreskin. I know. <laughs> oh my god. It's it's all foreskin. <laughs> so oh my god. I'm gonna have to like edit down the volume of my laugh. Like I'm dying. I'm literally I feel like I'm blushing. <laughs> like, like, Thank God this is audio only. Oh, my God. Jenna almost did another spit take. We're like zero for two, but I'm waiting. I really can't ruin this laptop. Okay. Mm -hmm. Oh, fuck me up. Uh, It's so good, y'all. If you want to check it out, go to Daycard Pod on Instagram. I posted a (laughs) meme about it. Um, That's all you need to know. It's just, you know. If you've never watched The Bachelor, it's an important photo for history. Yes, absolutely. I just like, okay, then we can like swiftly move on. But like, I just like, I can't believe the fucking hold that this man has on the internet and myself. Like, the way that I clicked through that Instagram at like carousel at the speed was like, I've never moved quicker. Like, I'm oh proud of you. God. I'm happy for you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, my God. I just literally, <laughs> that sounded like Courtney Kardashian, but like I just literally die every time I think about that clip because I just would have never guessed that the word foreskin would come up on this podcast. So funny. Again, check out Jenna's pod date card and her campaign, Roses for Everybody. Let's move on to clip number two. This was episode 
78, Kirsten and I were talking about Celebrity Big Brother back in February 2021. And we were a little bit nervy, or at least I was, if I ever got cast on the show. Here is the clip from episode 78. Yeah, yeah, I was terrified for live feeds. I was like, like, I wasn't concerned that I was going to like say something that would get me canceled or anything like that. Like, I'm not scared from that perspective, but it's just like. If you are on the live feeds, you could easily like show like part of your body that you don't want shown or like uh, just do something like real. Like, I feel like I'd probably be like picking a wedgie and I would get like, like Brian Scally would gif it and like it would be a meme forever and I like want to be dead. right like I just feel like stuff like that or like what if I pick my nose like yes like we could be raven like remember all the gifts of raven just like (laughs) when I think of being raven that is not the first thing I think of (laughs) what do you think of with raven I think about how she would hook up with Matt Kleins and Mm -hmm. then he would like clean himself up with like a kitchen towel and then use it to clean the whole kitchen like if that happened to me and was caught on camera like I would end it all like like, I know I was talking to our mutual friend Haley Strong recently (laughs) and she and it was someone had posted like a pregnancy announcement and she was like if if I had to like say something where people would know that I had had intercourse before I would like want to die of embarrassment (laughs) like I don't want anyone to know and so like the idea of like going to the big brother house and hooking up is nightmare absolute nightmare nightmare like I can't have a wedding because I don't want people to see my side profile (laughs) Like, so I like, I like actually can't go on TV. Like, <laughs> yeah, if people can't see your side profile, that is definitely a barrier to entry. Like, it would just be like screenshots of me like trying to like game with people, and I'd just be like trying to angle my face like to the camera. Well, you would be like, um, uh, uh Big Brother 17, Shelly was like the older woman, <laughs> yes, and when she's like yes. yelling at Clay, like, How dare you have this conversation with me right now? I'm not wearing makeup. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she's like, I'm like, like shit. And now the camera's on me. <laughs> literally me like hoof and I know that I am not the only one that would be worried about that side profile but <laughs> let's move on to clip number three Maddie from the parked cart combos podcast came to discuss episodes three through ten of and just like that in bonus episode 15 we talked for over two hours I cannot wait to podcast with her about episode or about season two and we were talking about well everything but how the Rambo nickname just isn't working out (laughs) for Miranda this is the longest clip I think of the episode it's just like 10 minutes but I was literally losing my mind so so here is the clip from bonus episode 15 with Maddie people felt bad for Steve because Steve was written as this like literal sad sack loser. <laughs> okay, we need to they, talk about it. <laughs> why didn't they make Steve terrible? They should have made Steve like terrible. Like he cheated on Miranda. <laughs> and so we hate him now. And now we can at least justify Miranda <laughs> cheating on him. My they favorite. did not. They didn't. They did Steve no favors. 
Okay. They did Steve no favors. Like, literally, I am dying laughing because now my, like, Instagram, like, explore page is just, like, hot pics of Steve from the original series. Like, Like Steve Thirst Traps? I love this. like, Like, him going to play basketball with Aiden and, like, a cutoff and stuff. It's just like so iconic, like, so iconic, but it's just so fucking funny. So we're on to episode five. I hated this episode. Yeah, because it really kicks off with Miranda and Shay. Like, let's talk about the hookup because, like, <laughs> like literally, do we have to? We do, like, but I like, hate it. We could have just done one episode on just this, like, four minutes of, for sure. <laughs> like, of the episode. Like, okay, so like her nickname of Rambo. <laughs> makes oh. me makes me want a kms like not to be it is terrible not to be inappropriate but i actually wanted my next breath to be my last i was praying that, for god to fair. intervene like, it was like, and you like you wrote the rambo nickname is so desperate could not have summed it up better myself like so it was despy he was trying oh my god. so oh my god. hard oh my she's god. like Hey, Jay, it's Rambo. Shut up. <laughs> Shut it's up. It's Rambo. Like, that was... You have me- a name. Use <laughs> it. Like, what do you mean? That was me in high school when, like, the hot football player, like, calls you a nickname once, and then you're like, <laughs> I'm... Yes. Like, I just assumed so this identity of, like, whatever the fuck the nickname was. Oh, it my is, God. It is so cringy, and it just plays into the whole cringiness that is this relationship yeah 100% on Miranda's side like yes again again I think it's just like her fall from grace that's so off-putting yeah because it's like she was always known in Sex and the City as like the high-powered attorney like doesn't take anyone's shit yeah is like a badass bitch like she's got it all going on right like is she a mess sure but everyone is on the show like that's the whole point and I think just to see her become this like desperate puppy dog. I'm like, what is going on? I hate every second of it. I, if I were Carrie, I literally, I would have rolled over and dialed 911. Like I do <laughs> not. She, she couldn't do it for big, but she could have done it for <laughs> Rambo. Like, like, that <laughs> is Carrie's fatal flaw in this series. <laughs> Not not calling 911 for big, but for not calling 911 on Rambo and Che in the kitchen. They deserved jail time. Literal jail time. First of all, first of all, how bad of a friend do you have oh to be God. that your friend is incapacitated in, in her bed after having a literal like hip surgery where she has explicitly told all of her friends that she doesn't want to be all alone yeah and then you leave her be and cheat on your husband in the kitchen (laughs) aggressively (laughs) it was it was not it was not a peck on the cheek it was not like it was not a hug that lingered it was aggressive it was aggressive the hand over the mouth it was loud and it was that was unnecessary because she's napping in the other room how big do you think this apartment is it's new york city like come on she's right there it's it's like open concept like she has no fucking doors nope how dare you she did not stand a chance and then she's like oh i thought you were asleep uh anyone anyone would wake up to that what do you mean and like does that make it 
any better. Like, Never. what a pathetic Never. excuse. Can't- oh, let me cheat on my husband when you're asleep. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Okay, and then, like, I will say the production of this, like, there was a horror story vibe where you could see yes. Carrie not being able to move. Her eyes, mm-hmm. like, saucers, panicky, reaching mm-hmm. for the Snapple bottle, like, all that shit. Yep. Holy Disgusting. shit. But it's, yes, I agree because the emotion it's supposed <laughs> yeah. to elicit out of the audience, it did. I fully was like, I can't look, but I can't look away. I don't know what's going on. I hate every second of it. Like, yeah. I fully felt like I was Carrie in that situation. I was like, I don't know. I don't know what to do. I guess I'll just pee in the Snapple bottle. <laughs> I I will say one one thing in favor of the Che Miranda storyline, and then I will never say anything positive about it again. I will say, if the show, and I might get roasted for this, if the show didn't have so many storylines and they mm-hmm. narrowed it down mm-hmm. and they showed us the full arc of why Miranda is being like this instead of these like random snippets. Because I'm like, how do you love Che? You've talked to them twice. How do you want a relationship with them when you haven't even discussed what a relationship would look like for you too? Like it just, mm-hmm. I do like the concept of a character, even if they're so strong in their convictions and their values in their life at 55, wake up and be like, holy shit. Like, love like that. that's cool. Love I that. really like that. Fully supported that. But it's like, we didn't see that. We just saw these rash decisions. Yes. And I think that's why I didn't like it. We didn't see the buildup of it yeah. at all. I feel like because even when the show first started, it was like, oh, I quit my job. I'm going back to school. We didn't see really why she quit her job. We didn't see things were getting like so bad. And we saw that she was clearly like bored with her, with Steve and with, you know, her son and, and that whole like weird like any any scene that was taken in their house, I was like, get me out of this place. I, I don't want to be here. I know. And but it wasn't enough to make me sympathize with her to the extent where I'm like, sure, go cheat on your husband, who has been such a big character on the show. Like fans love Steve. You know what I mean? Like he's a good guy. He's kind of like the show's good guy. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like big not a good guy a lot of the time totally Steve was like the crutch for the good guy complex and to have him be done so dirty when he did nothing wrong he's just like being a husband and like they're in their 50s and they're just married it's like exactly what married couples do at 50 yeah and then for her to have this like midlife crisis again it's totally fine that she wants to like change career paths and like do all these different things and like realizes that her life is like so stale and she wants to do other things. That is great. The way that they did it where she's like hurting other people and like, just like not, I just didn't like that part of it. I feel like if you're going to be so empowered and like do all these things, then do it the right way. And like, do it in a way where people want to like, look back and be like, I'm so inspired by what you did. I want to go do that. Not like, Oh, I should go cheat on my husband because you did that. Do you know what I mean? 100%. And like kind of brings us to episode six when they're having like the picnic in the park and Mm -hmm. like the iconic line that charlotte says like a finger made you feel alive which i like like that just that was so original sex in the city that i just loved Mm -hmm. it so much but Mm -hmm. like you're right like why wasn't that conversation between those three friends when they find out that che and miranda hooked up again they, they were like so nonchalant about it i was like 
You know, like she's been married for 20 years. Like, like this right. is when you have the in-depth conversations with your friends about the repercussions that this holds. Like, And not to mention that is so who Miranda has been. She's been the friend, like we've talked about, who tells you how it is. And is like, you know what? you shouldn't do this because it'll have all these negative consequences. So for her, for Carrie and Charlotte to not like step up to the plate and be like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, I think that was a situation where they, I think were really like, we can't make it a bad thing that she's hooking up with Che, a non-binary person. So we're not going to talk about any negative aspects of it where there is the negative aspect of the fact that she's literally cheating on her husband who she has a whole child with. And like, you know what I mean? It was like, you have a whole family and no one's even like bringing that up really. Yeah, and like, like caring. Yes. And not to mention that like their families are just so close together that like you're, they're all friends with Steve too. So it's not like, you know what I mean? It's not like your friend that lives across the country that like, you don't really know their husband. It's like, you have we're supposed to be under the impression that you've known this man for 20 years and like he's been a like an active part of like your family like he was there for Carrie when Big died like this is a guy that we're all supposed to like and you guys are supposed to be friends with too obviously not to the same extent as Miranda but like we're we're just supposed to think that no one was like hey girl did you think about what's going on here with I don't know and I saw this um like tweet or Instagram or something as well it was like LOL when and just like that makes you feel bad for the straight white man or like in the, <laughs> the one straight white man in the show and you're like literally him. like that was the opposite of what they wanted you like to do. but it was so true I literally was like it, it, it is because they made Steve to be such a little lame loser I don't know, I know. I know which key like I just want to like keep rolling with this into episode seven can we talk about the finger banging scene can I say yeah. finger banging like out loud on this <laughs> podcast? Like, like it's your podcast, but so, like, like I need permission because I feel like fucking disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> you you need to ask your audience for consent to like, say finger banging. But like because... actually, please sound off in the comments if this is okay. <laughs> like, like we can it, do it for this one honestly, episode and then never again. I feel good about that okay. because there's there's no better time like the present yeah. in this situation because, like, because what? <laughs> like, I have never felt more personally victimized by a situation in my entire life I was like <laughs> what this was another thing where I have never felt more like I'm in the room I felt like I was present yeah, in the kitchen while this was happening me and too. the thing that gets me so like I so I like binge watched euphoria a week ago I had yeah. never seen it I watched all of season one me into too season two. me too I have seen it all yeah. in terms of <laughs> HBO nudity and sex scenes I've seen it all yeah. and that hasn't faced me hasn't faced me once <laughs> This caused me to have a visceral reaction in which I, I literally wanted to, to cease. I wanted to cease existing. I was like, this is, I, I don't know how else to explain it. I don't know how else to explain it. It was horrid. It was so bad. Okay. Yes or no. Sorry to put you on the spot. Yes or no. Would you be mad if you're hooking up with a guy and he washes his hands before he touches you? <laughs> I thought that was so interesting but also he was like cleaning the dishes so, like, maybe <laughs> I'm like you're in the kitchen like doing food stuff like I probably so I'm gonna give you like, my answer you probably have food on your hands so like yeah yeah I thought I it was guess. fine 
I I like <laughs> that it was like obviously meant to like starkly contrast yeah, like the intensity she, and the yeah, passion yeah. with Che and how it's he's like, let me go watch my <laughs> He's such a little goober. Like I, I felt so bad for him. I literally felt so bad for him. And it's so weird because in that scene, I think you're supposed to be feeling bad for Miranda. You're supposed to be like, oh, poor thing. I did not feel that. I really didn't feel that. Yeah. I was like, this little goober has no idea what he's doing. Okay, but also you don't care. I just want to get into like we just need to talk about it. I'm just hyping mm-hmm. myself up to like I need the courage. I want I want a glass of wine so fucking bad. Like yeah, you need a bottle. Of yeah, wine I to need get to be blackout to have this conversation. <laughs> no one forgets to finger bang. No, and Steve I think- fucks. Like I just. It's like. <laughs> is it not like riding a bike? I would. Yes, think- one hundred percent. And like Kate, like in the TV show, she's like best sex of my life. Yep. You don't just forget that. Like, okay, I you, get there's, that, like, there's ebbs and flows. And, like, when you're older or comfortable with a person, yeah, it's probably not right. as, like, spicy as it was when you first met. But, like. But some could argue that it would be better. Yeah, because you, like, know what the mm-hmm. person wants and stuff like that. Oh, my God. I just, like. Like, did he not literally say, am I doing this right? Because I feel like he did. <laughs> I think he may have said those words verbatim. It was the most awkward, clunky. And I know that's what it was supposed to be. It was supposed yeah. to be, like, clearly they don't have any chemistry anymore. Like, yeah. so they did that. Like, mission accomplished. I definitely would never suspect that these two have any chemistry anymore. But, oh, my God. It was so, it was so raw. It was so in the moment. Like, it was wow I felt like I was there I can't say that enough I know I was like I turning know. away from my laptop I was Same. like no I, I literally yeah. think I had to pause it like to just regroup before I pressed play like it was so it was so much so cringe once again I am so excited to talk about season three I just saw Sarah Jessica Parker in her I guess Sex and the City one wedding dress to big but like repurposed and I'm just so fucking excited. I have this weird fascination with like how celebrities and TV shows archive their shit. Like I'm so fucking fascinated about the Kardashians, how they can, you know, Kim has like fucking storage rooms of clothes and shit that they wore and it's all archived and cataloged and like stuff like that. And watching the, and just like that, like docu on HBO about making the show was just so fascinating to see them pull out old clothing pieces from the show I didn't like I'm not a huge fashion girly and I didn't know it like affected me that much but it really did I guess that's just such a iconic part of the show like it just puts you in a time and a place anyways we're gonna uh, hear from Nick in this next clip we're gonna hear about Jordan and Aaron's relationship or that's what we were talking about we're more talking about Aaron's hair at this point and spoiler alert and then a little bit about his relationship with Jojo so let's listen to clip number four but yeah I thought he was much more like schmoozing to like either be the next bachelor exactly and start his career that way or like schmoozing to get picked so that people loved him and he'd make headlines and be in magazines and get his 
you know, college football broadcasting gig. And then he would separate from JoJo. But they seem to be legit. Yeah, 100%. And I don't know, like, anything about him. But the other thing that I, like, kind of thought was cute is he reproposed to her with a new ring. I, think I just that's... rolled my eyes so hard at that. I know. Why? <laughs> I mean, sure. Like, <laughs> I thought that was me, cute because it was like, this was like basically fake on TV when I didn't know you and I only had these ring options, but this is like for real. Yeah, but that's super cute if I don't know about it. Oh, I see. It's like one saying. of those things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you know, like, the whole Rogers family is odd, but I do now think that I side more with like the Rogers family than Aaron. And I'm starting to think that, like, I initially thought that, like, he separated from them because they were what he seems to be showing himself to be. Um, and it looks like maybe it's the other way. And they're like, this man, if he wasn't a football player, would be a cult leader. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think that's yeah. Like where we've got. 100%. And I also see what Aaron Rodgers looks like now. And I don't want to like be one to shit on appearances. But like, he looks like he could be, like, starring in Alexander Hamilton with his greasy back hair. What happened? I thought he was, like, kind of not hot, but, like, he was, like, a good-looking, like, guy, and he looks yeah, haggard. He never, yeah, he he is... Haggard's a great <laughs> Yes, no, he... He definitely is. He used to have, like, you know, like, the stereotypical, like, shorter, like, yeah, buzz cutty, yeah. like, that type of hair, like, all-American type face. Mm-hmm. And now he looks like he's like somebody who's like down on his luck and is just like quitting life yeah it's like gross like long hair yeah we've really gone so hard on like long (laughs) shaggy hair and like unkept looks i hate i i've always hated anybody who looks like unkept like there's very few i think guys that can like pull off like yeah like jason momoa (laughs) and Aaron, aaron Rodgers is not no, no. I don't think you can do it with, like, thin, thin <laughs> hair. I think that might be what it is. Like, you need to have, like, more, like, curly or some, like, volume in the hair. Yeah. Otherwise, it looks like you're wearing, like... It looks like you just you're accidentally... You're like Crockett with, like, a <laughs> raccoon. <laughs> that's what you... That's the energy you're exuding. Like, Stop. go find the Alamo and let's go. Stop. I literally went to a wedding in, like, 2015, and I got my hair done at a salon, and I thought it looked like TV Crockett. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send you a picture. <laughs> I can see Tori Davy Crockett. I'll send you a picture and I'll post it on socials. It's so fucking bad. It was like a. <laughs> was I... this right before New Year's? Oh, Have we heard part of this story or is this another bad haircut story? No, this wasn't a haircut. I just got my hair like professionally done for a wedding. I was a guest at a wedding and I was like, I want to look like really was it good. Country themed? No, (laughs) it was just normal themed and (laughs) it looked so bad. And like, you know, when you just like have an idea in your head and you like bring a picture and then you just look like the complete opposite of, you're like, oh, it's not the haircut. It's like my bone structure. (laughs) Like perfect. (laughs) Oh yeah. It's not like something fixable. parts of me I can't change. (laughs) (laughs) It's not how I'm wearing it. It's just that I can't wear it. I'm I'm literally dying. (laughs) Yeah, that was like my exact, my exact thought 
pattern. It and was then just... the only way to recover from a situation is treating yourself to a nice little, like, cold drink. <laughs> like, we'll get through this together, me and my $7 Starbucks coffee. <laughs> Literally. I was going on a folklore walk after that. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Maybe that's what Aaron Rodgers needs, though. Maybe he just needs, like, some, like, reality check. Like, now that him and Shailene are no longer together, he's going to take a hard look at himself in the mirror. He's going to go get... He probably drinks, like, black, like, hot, like, espresso coffee or something. Yeah, 100. And he's going to take, like, a walk by whatever beautiful sights there are in Green Bay and then go to, like, Great Clips and get his hair (laughs) cut. Please get your hair (laughs) cut. Let's move on to the next clip. This is with Sophie from bonus episode 16. Literally had so much fun recording this and I was dying like just in absolute hysterics about Salvador's shrimp. Uh, (laughs) There's not much else I can say. Let's listen to a little tidbit from Sophie and I. Mal and Sal, we literally only saw his performances and him setting up that romantic dinner date. I will say the food looked so good. <laughs> I was like, I would have said yes to the, to the, to the <laughs> wedding just for the shrimp. I'm like, oh, you're making shrimp? Oh my God, the shrimp looked so I'm like, good. Oh, you're making shrimp stir fry. I'm like, oh, well, you didn't you, you lead with that, Sal. Yeah, of course I'll marry you. <laughs> Like, I think at the time I was eating like a bowl of fruity pebbles. I was like, I could go for sh- like, I was like, oh, I could eat a shrimp server. Right I like, see your fruity pebbles. I raise you like for chips and a, a salsa verde. Like that's what I was having for yeah. my adult dinner. While this man like, yeah, but mine was dinner. Like, mine was dinner. I'm pucking it, and I'm like, oh yeah, I'm like, oh my god, look at the smorgasbord of color. So much color. Let's his. I know. I was like, I haven't eaten. I haven't eaten a vegetable in like a week, and I was like, "Oh man, I like actually should eat a vegetable." I'm screaming! I'm Wait, I think there are vegetables in. There were some materials in my salsa verde, so that counts. Um, uh, and like uh, so much um sodium and and high fructose corn syrup. Um, but the way he was just like snapping and snapping his wrist, like he was doing a cooking show. I was kind of like, <laughs> we see him on top yeah. shot or whatever the, next. The, <laughs> oh my God, Tori, go back and watch the angles of how he put the pasta in and the pasta fan out. And then they're showing like the texture of the bubbles and the water the boiling shrimp. over it and the shrimp. I was like, oh, and it's jumbo shrimp. Oh. <laughs> It's jumbo shrimp. <laughs> like I and and then he's like, no, it's my signature dish. And I'm like, oh, he cooks. And then like cut to 30 seconds later, it's my only dish. If you don't get your thirsty ass out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Shane only picked up takeaway for, for And rolling into actually another clip, this you know like story or tidbit with Sicily is just really true to my character and if people know me in real life because obviously like you know you see most of me at RTBP but like if you've been out to dinner with me or you know one of my friends who receives updates about my haircuts and stuff like that you'll know this is just very true to my character so it's it's funny when it's 
you know, captured in an episode. So this is a clip from episode 97 where Cicely joins me and we were talking about haircuts and tipping. So enjoy. And then the other parts that I'm like sad about. Okay, so she got a dress made by Donatella Versace. Mm -hmm. I loved it. Yeah, it was so beautiful. I thought it was like, yeah, timeless and like, showed off her legs yeah. and like yeah she wore, wore like cute gloves uh, a veil all of that stuff I thought her like makeup which was done by Charlotte Tilbury oh, cool. was like really her mm-hmm. yeah but apparently there was like some news articles I was reading that she like didn't love her dress really and I was like oh that's sad like it's like your day you want like to love everything but yeah. I, I feel like sometimes I if I worked with a designer of a huge fashion house and they're like I'm gonna design you a custom dress for your wedding and they design something and I hate it I'm saying that I love it <laughs> literally I was like, talking about earlier how <laughs> I was asking Tori about her coffee or no what were we talking about oh my god this is getting oh, my nails your my nails, nails. Right. yeah you got experience of going to the nail salon and and when you arrive on time but then you have to wait for 45 minutes but being like you know what it's fine my, my time is worth this you guys do your thing it's okay <laughs> So, like, I'll just, yeah. like, I'll sweep your floors while I'm waiting. Like, exactly. I'll hop in. I, like, I can I, Just give I me the nail polish. I'll do it myself, actually. But then I'll pay you still. Like, it, it's a whole thing. I'm so sorry for just being here. <laughs> like, I feel like it's, like, when you get a haircut and they spin you around and you have oh tears, God. tears brimming your eyes. Literally. And you're like, I, you're like, it's perfect. I've never looked more beautiful. <laughs> Have you ever genuinely done that? Because I, I think I have actually left a salon and crying. Like, like I don't think I cried Every in the haircut. chair. Okay, yeah. Oh my god. Like, no, I'm just kidding. I remember one time. Like, I, I don't think the haircut was even that bad, but I kind of went in like all excited to get a haircut, but I didn't really ask for the right thing. So basically, she just trimmed like a centimeter off my hair, and then I paid her like eighty dollars. And I was like, what was that? I just was overwhelmed and I cried. <laughs> You're like, life's, life's good. Yeah. Like, the trials and tribulations of being a Libra. <laughs> yeah, like, fuck. That's so true. Um, yeah. As a Libra <laughs> moon. Mm. But, okay, so, like, have I had tears? I think the only time that I had, like, tears, tears was I went, like, for my grade 12 grad, oh. which for, like, American listeners that's like prom we just call it grad here it's like weird but it's like where you wear the dress and all that shit and yeah I left this long she like cut my bangs Mm -hmm. that day like really tiny and it was 2010 so it was a side bang but they were like up like on my forehead and I like left I was like oh love 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 (laughs) you're on the campaign trail like I've never been happier to be here That's the other thing. You can't just be like, oh, I like it. Okay, I'm going to pay and go. You have to be like, I'm obsessed. Like, I've literally, like, I've never been happier with the way that I look. Like, I have no body and, like, like, image issues. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, you're like... You're the best hairdresser I've ever met. Like, oh my god, that's this, this is, is exactly what I wanted. Yeah, like it's honestly triggering. Really? <laughs> like I never felt more beautiful. Yeah, yeah. you're like, 
like, you're like, cool. So I'm going to be wearing a hat for six months. But like, you have a problem with a baseball hat? I, I, you're, yeah, you're like, I wanted this. Like, yeah. You're like, I actually wanted to wear a toque for, for the foreseeable future. Just honestly, shout out to the hairstylists out there. Like, sorry, we're crying. I think they're doing their best. Literally, I could also never be a hairstylist. Oh, like, no. I have oh, so, my God. I honestly, like, have so much respect for hairstylists because it's, Literally. like, I just couldn't. They're, like. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, Even yeah. beyond the oh, technical yeah. ability. Like, I feel like they just have, yes. such, like, strong interpersonal skills, usually. 100%. And I could never because... I could never provide a service to someone who would um, could immediately look into a mirror and just be like, no, yeah. like the pressure and stuff, like so, so subjective all the respect. Too. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. And like people being like, I want this. And then the hairdresser being like, I don't know, like that's not going to work for you for these reasons. And then people just being like, do well, it, <laughs> do it anyways. <laughs> and then hating it after. <laughs> yeah. Then crying. This is a call up post yeah. to me. <laughs> Yeah. Also, like the camp, I feel like I've done this where you find pictures online of what you want. It's literally like Bella Hadid vibes. <laughs> like it's like streetwear, model off duty, like best hair you've ever seen in your life. And you're like, yeah, can I just get that? And they're like, well, <laughs> you know what? Um, and they have to like sit you down. They're like, you are doing great, but this is not really in the foreseeable future for you. <laughs> yeah, they're like, what do you like about this? Because if like I yeah. think it's more than just the haircut. Like exactly. I feel like. So maybe Brett was in that situation, like just yeah, I'm just trying to like Donatella, like Bella, like (laughs) oh, (laughs) Italian hand gesture. Yeah, yeah. This is an audio only podcast, but we're making some probably inappropriate Italian um, stereotypical hand gestures. Absolutely. (laughs) Sorry, sorry to be yeah. So honest. (laughs) <laughs> like maybe she's never been more relatable yeah that's actually so true we are rolling into a clip with cam from the what i will say podcast she was a first timer on rtbp even though we have a collaboration in the works for patreon <laughs> but i'm so excited and this you know like conversation about lucas Scorpiel, aka ryan uh, from High School Musical, it just came up out of the blue and those are some of my favorite things to talk about when it's like obviously not planned and stuff. So here is a, a clip from Cam and I from episode 107. I was listening to a podcast about High School Musical the other day and they were talking about Ryan, Sharpay's brother. Mm. <laughs> Because Kenny Ortega, like a decade after the movie came out, was like, yeah, Ryan was probably queer coded. And then Lucas Grabeel, the actor, was like, well, if I knew that he was gay at the time as a straight person, I wouldn't have played like chosen to play. him." Wait, that dude is straight. Yes. Oh, come on, girl. Uh-uh. <laughs> But then he was in the Harvey Milk movie. Wait a minute. Now, hang on. Hold on. Because the issue here is, so that was just fun acting choices that (laughs) that dude made as a straight man? 
<laughs> yeah. That doesn't sound yeah. right to me. I know. I was like, also the chemistry between Lucas and Corbin mm-hmm. in the second movie didn't feel roof. like acting to me. Didn't feel like acting even. Yeah. Um, I think we should get them on for comment because I yeah. don't believe that. I would honestly I could probably get it on this I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm just kidding. He's thriving somewhere. Yeah. I mean but... pulling for him, but Yeah, yeah. I don't know that I'm picking up what he's putting down with that. Comment. Anyways, that was so tangential, but it just I was just thinking about that. <laughs> <laughs> he's like I if I had known he was queer, but sweetie, you played that boy as a slur. <laughs> that was, you know. So freaking funny. We are moving on to the hot take episode with Carly on Patreon. It was Patreon episode two. So a lot of you maybe haven't heard of this, but we were talking about Prince Will hair which has come up many times on this podcast over the last four years I definitely like need to reflect on that but uh we were just talking about how I think he should get hair plugs uh that was my hot take like he should just take some time off from being a royal and get those hair plugs and come back as a new man and then we had a little bit of a change of heart So uh, here is my clip with Carly from Patreon episode two. If you have something that you don't like love about yourself, like, okay, maybe it doesn't bother him. (laughs) Maybe. I was just going to say that. He's probably like perfectly fine with his head. We're like, it's okay. Like you can do something if you need to. He's probably like, oh, yeah, it doesn't bother me. Like, whatever. It's just hair. And I'm like. <laughs> We're like diving into his psyche right now. We're like, if, if it's like really holding you back. Yeah. <laughs> if it's holding you back from being the king that you want to be, go get the hair trans on. I just think for celebs or both will, and honestly, let's throw Harry into this too. Take a few months off because you can like hide yourself, get a hair transplant and just do it slowly over over time like honestly Harry jump on this because you like yeah 10 years down the road Harry if you're listening <laughs> yes literally like the way that your hairline is going <laughs> this is such a funny clip Sophie making her double debut I think so I've done these episodes this will be my third episode that I've done for these birthday clip shows and in the first one champ had two clips two entries into the top 10 second year nick had two entries and sophie is coming in on the third year with two entries so uh, this is us talking about nick and danielle's apartment and I've shared this clip, I feel like, a hundred times, so I don't know. It's an oldie but a goodie. Here is Sophie and I talking about Love is Blind. And then just, I just want to say also how tacky their apartment is. Disgusting. (laughs) Disgusting. But you know what's even worse than how tacky it is? Her mom. Oh my gosh, I love this place. Did you guys buy it with those lights on the wall? 
Bitch, you mean those Christmas lights that's taped to the wall? I know. I know. She was talking <laughs> she was like so it was. She was so serious and she was talking about like that it was like an installation. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm so, I'm dead. And I was like, no, that's like college dorm room lights. But Nick is 36. Like, Nick is 36 and thought that's a great aesthetic. The mom is literally gagging thinking this is raising their property value. I'm like, yeah. everyone. <laughs> Everyone needs to calm the fuck down because yeah. are we seeing the same thing? Yeah. That moment killed me. I was it like, was so funny. okay. And you just know the producers are like, fuck, we're just going <laughs> to bury them. Like, we're just going to show how like trashy these people are. And we're rounding out the top 10 with another Patreon clip. I think this was episode five when I had Emily Rose from It's Become a Whole Thing and Lisa, who is one of my IRL friends, on to discuss the We Charity scandal. I think that this is the biggest laugh I have ever had on an episode in four freaking years. I love talking trash about a fedora. Like nothing gets me going like talking shit about a newsboy cap or fedora. Like they just should not exist in this world. And Lisa brought this up unexpectedly and I literally died. My apologies to your ears in advance. (laughs) Here is the last clip with Lisa and Emily talking about Craig Kielberger's choice in hat. Oh my God. Yes. Okay. Also side note, this is getting so embarrassing. I hope people aren't listening by this point. <laughs> but like when Craig Kielberger got married, I was Devo. Me too. <laughs> I was like, my husband, what has happened? I was like sad. And like <laughs> when I met him, he was wearing a fedora. We said like nothing against fedoras. <laughs> But it's like, that's not like the epitome of like being super hot. Oh, oh my God. This is the true scandal is everyone, I guess I'm finding out rules lusting after Craig. Like I, I like, I'm not, I, I'm not saying I'm better than anyone. Cause he just wasn't like, it wasn't like his face plastered everywhere when I was involved, but I'm like, this is something worth investigating. Like which Canadians were horny for Craig back in the day? <laughs> I literally want to die. Like, I'm so embarrassed right now. Yeah, bur- just burn this audio. When it's- Honestly, when, like, when I'm, it's- like, considering not putting the- No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and there you have it. Thank you so much for listening. Whether today is your first episode or you've been with me for four years, I so freaking appreciate it. I've said this many times before, but I will say it again. This show is really the light of my life. It has been, again, like it feels like my life's work at this point. And I just love the community that we are building. I also want to thank all of the guests that have been on my podcast since the last birthday episode I hosted. So that's Jenna from Date Card Pod. Taylor from That's the Tea podcast, Lisa from Lisa Rants, 
Breezy from Trash Rehash, Shannon from Fluently Forward, Sam and Shelby from The Rom Complex, Kara from Everybody's Business But Mine, Emily Rose from It's Become a Whole Thing, Bix and Liv from In the Moment, Ashley from At Ash Talks Badge, Kirsten McKinnis from Mess Magnets, Maddie from Parked Car Convos, Sophie from Unpaid Emotional Labor, my friend Dana, my friend Nick, Christy from X Knows All, my friend Carly, uh, Sydney and Shannon from Never Let Go, Amelia Wedemeyer from The Ringer, my friend Champ, Morgan P from Morgan's Pop Talks, Haley and Amy from The Bachelor Rehap Ups, my IRL friend Courtney, Bailey from Kinda Cute, Sammy P from It's Become a Whole Thing, Kelly R from Boobies and Newbies, Vanessa from Best Week Ever, Logan and Zoe from Honestly, Layla from TikTok, <laughs> Cicely, one of my IRL friends, Chloe Veach from The Circle, Molly and Denise from Gossip That's Good For You, Lauren and Jordan from Centennial Beauty, Lindsay, my IRL friend, Leah from the Ashley and Jessicast, Cam from What I Will Say, Sherry from TikTok, Emily and Margot from The Old Millennials, Leah from Trash Rehash, Nicole from Silent Podcasts and the RHAP Network, Sharon Dawn from The Chattermouths, my IRL friend Kenzie Cates, Kelly Williams from Laguna Biatch and Beyond the Blinds, Sasha from Mess Magnets, my IRL friend Lisa, Nora from State of the Union Podcast. Are people still listening to this? Brett and Mad, my cousins. And I think that's it. Oh my gosh. This year, I'm going to have so many more fun guests, new and returning. And I am so freaking excited for another year of RTBB. And I can't believe next year we'll celebrate our fifth year anniversary. That is just so crazy. Thank you so much if you are a patron and I just, I really can't say thank you enough. Seriously, I so, so appreciate it. So this was a lot of fun and you are safe and healthy out there. As always, I'm your host, Tori, and I am ready to be petty. See you soon. Bye.